<laughs> How the Herculean Monk Saved the Party from TPK with His Mighty Fists Our DM does levels by XP rather than milestones. Also, our group often has players coming in and going out. As a result, the party was not always equal in level. At this particular time, the party was made up of four players. 1. Cannibal Lecter, a 4th level Barbarian and 1st level Fighter Goliath. A wild guy who often has crazy plans but usually knows when to cool it. 2. Winone, a 1st level Paladin Half-Elf. Seems somewhat timid on the surface but puts on a brave face when others are in danger. 3. Solus, a 3rd level Monk Azamar. No nonsense and lives for the fight. Will risk it all to protect both his friends and his livelihood. 4. And myself, Tiso, a third-level rogue and first-level fighter halfling. A cheerful rogue who isn't one for thievery. In battle, he will not hesitate to kill, but never drags it out. We also had an NPC elf girl named Mina, who we met in a previous quest with us. She was a first-level rogue with an unknown number of levels in fighter. Also, Solus was sworn to protect her, as his character's reason for even being present was because he was serving as her bodyguard at the moment. At this time, we found ourselves trapped in a small area that had been cursed by vampires that made an external fog linger around a few towns and cities that made it. So if you tried to leave the area, you would turn to ash. This fog had been lingering for about a decade. At the moment, Winslow, the leader of a guild of vampire hunters and researchers, had us looking for the journal of a woman named Corona who is believed to have escaped somehow. Various investigations have led us to a black hut in a place called Ruin a former city left in shambles after many vampire attacks, and eventually its true name was lost. This black hut was believed to be the former home of Corona. Upon entering, the place is very clearly in very poor condition. While it is mostly empty from several past lootings, there remain dark vials hanging on the walls and a few rugs and chairs. At this time, a calling stone given to me by Winslow begins blinking, so I answered it. He informed me that he believes that some of the vampires are tracking us down, and that we might be in danger. He also says that he's sending a team of all his best men, including the guild's champion Brutas, to investigate the matter. After relaying this to the party, we continued looking around for a little bit. Solus noticed a trap door peeking out from under one of the rugs. Hey, there's a trap door over here, Solus said. We all rush over to see, and indeed there is a trap door. Who would like to do the honors? Solus asked. I got this, Tiso said bending down to open the door before realizing it is locked. You guys know I'm not that great at this kind of thing, but I'll try. It is at this moment that the DM informed me that before I even start, I noticed that it is in fact a magic lock. All of us roll Arcana, and surprisingly enough, only Cannibal succeeded. Our DM then explained how Cannibal recognized the arcane markings from his years of mercenary work, and from deep in his memory recalled how to dispel it. I then roll Sleight of Hand and get a nat 20 opening the lock with ease, despite my lack of proficiency. We all then look down the hole and just see darkness below. Solus pulled a stone from his pack and cast a light cantrip on it and then dropped it down the hole. It only falls about 10 feet before landing on a wooden floor. We all climb down and find ourselves standing on a very creaky wooden floor. The first thing that caught our attention is that there's a vampiric envoy chained to one of the walls. For those who don't know, a vampiric envoy is basically like a lesser vampire. They're significantly weaker than normal vampires and are basically mindless, usually taking orders from full vampires. It is quick to start hissing at us, but it is clear that it's been trapped here for a long time and is incredibly weak. We should just kill it. This is just cruel, Tiso suggested. 
Shouldn't we, like, interrogate it first or something? Cannibal asked. Sounds like someone forgot that envoys can't speak, Tisa reminded him. Cannibal then kinda just shrugged and attacked the envoy. DM does not even make him roll for hit or damage, saying that in its feeble state, anything could kill it. With that done, we turn our attention to the rest of the room. Wynone put his attention on the creaky floor. Meanwhile, my attention is on the vials stored in this room. They're filled with dark liquid, just like the ones upstairs. Filled with both curiosity and stupidity, I told the DM that I would like to dip the tip of my cloak into a vial. He responded by saying that as expected, my cloak comes out simply wet with the fluid. Like an idiot, I then stated that I wish to lick this fluid off my cloak to find out what it is. My mouth is immediately filled with a taste of blood. I spit it out and immediately began chugging a vial of holy water, terrified. Right after this happens, Winone rips a weak board out of the floor and we learn that below this floor is just an empty pit. Who knows how deep? Shortly thereafter, Solus and Winone find a secret door into another room. The floor in there appeared even more rickety, but there's also a table with a book laying on it. Winone stepped into the room, but a small part of the floor gave way and his leg got stuck. Solus then made his way into the room and once back on sturdier ground, grabbed the book before helping Winone. As this was happening, the calling stone blinked again and I answered it. Winslow informed me that the party he sent out to investigate, including Brutos, are all dead. Furthermore, the vampires likely know our location and are apparently particularly interested in me. He asks if there might be any reason why, and I inform him of the vial of blood, but that it had also barely just happened. He then reminds me that in the 10 years it has operated, the guild as a whole has only actually managed to kill two vampires. I begin relaying this to the party when we all hear a lot of commotion and shouting from upstairs and we're all freaking out. We all decide to hide and everyone succeeds, except Cannibal who rolled a two. Not a moment later, vampires burst in and immediately cast a fireball at Cannibal. Because we're not that far away, Mina and I are also both struck. We both succeeded our dex saves, but Cannibal does not, taking a hefty 22 damage. Mina is also knocked out from this blast, as she was missing HP from a previous battle still. The floor then, of course, collapsed under us from this explosion. Cannibal and I both fall, as do an unknown number of vampires. Solus sprouted his Azamar wings and attempted to catch Mina, but failed. He then attempted to catch Winone and succeeded, placing him by the exit ladder before flying down after us. Cannibal, Mina and I all land far below with a mighty splash. I have a mere fourth of my HP left. Cannibal, while having quite a bit more, is unconscious anyway, due to some bad rolls. As I started swimming to shore, I spotted Mina on the shore with an envoy creeping up on her. At this time, Solus arrived and was able to spot Cannibal floating in the water and dragged him to shore before spotting a full-fledged vampire creeping in the shadows. Around this time, I'm basically crapping my pants because Mina is down, Cannibal is unconscious, Winone is not present, and I am critically wounded, and we were about to be attacked by a full-fledged vampire, an encounter I was fearing even if we were in top shape. I am terrified that we are about to have a TPK. Roll initiative. Well, Solus and I did. First was me, then the envoy, then the vampire, then Solus. I load a wooden stake into my crossbow and fired a bolt directly into the envoy. This at least pulled its attention away from Mina. I also used second wind and healed for 9 HP. The envoy then attacked me and thankfully missed. The vampire then attacked Solus, nat 20. The vampire viciously sunk its teeth into Solus, but he is unfazed. As an Azamar, he is a holy being and thus resistant to such evil powers. Solus briefly looked over at Mina's horribly injured unconscious body and then back to the vampire. I am sick and tired of all these goddamn vampires in my goddamn plane of existence!" Solus growled. Nat 20. 
He threw a wooden stake into the vampire's chest and punched it. Also, his wings are still out, which grants him bonus radiant damage. Flurry of blows. He got another two hits in, driving the stake in further. The vampire is not down yet, but it took some heavy damage. Around this time, up above, Winon, not wanting to abandon his friends, safely climbed his way down. He saw the fight as well as Mina's unconscious body. He rushed over and dumped the few HP his level 1 paladin self can into Mina, saving her from death. It's my turn again, and I decided to take a risk and pull out my rapier and jumped at the envoy and managed to get several good hits in. I am fully expecting to get hit right after, but instead, the envoy charged at Winone after spotting him healing Mina. Poor Winone is taken down in a single blow. The vampire then attacked Solus again, but missed. Solus retaliated with another attack and a flurry of blows. Hit, miss, hit. Cannibal woke up, and the DM told him that he'll be able to act after Solus next turn. Now it's back to me. I lunged at the envoy with my rapier again and narrowly managed to finish it off with a sigh of relief. The vampire again tried to attack Solus, but again failed. Solus then once again attacked as well, using his final key point to do a third flurry of blows. He rolled to hit, 20, 18, 20. With a screech, the vampire fell to the ground. You may think you have defeated me, but, it snarled. The vampire began mumbling some sort of incantation, but before he could finish, Solus punched it in the jaw, snapping it out of place. With that final blow, the vampire fell limp. Solus single-handedly beat a vampire to death with his bare fists. Taking on a vampire single-handedly. Pretty epic to say the least. Have you ever managed to kill a creature in spectacular fashion? Please let us know. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel All Things D&D. Our next video will be posted in two days, so stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content.